This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 52 at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday, the 20th of October, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we'll have sunny skies today, a high of 83. If you're heading out to Devil Dog Stadium tonight to watch Moralton High School take on Pine Bluff in football, expect 72 degrees for that 7 p.m. kickoff. And it'll cool off about 10 degrees or so before the ball game's over. Overnight tonight, our low down to 52 with clear skies. Some clouds on Saturday, a high in the mid-80s and some gusty winds. Saturday night, cloudy and 55. Sunday, sunshine with a high of 77. Then we'll be back in the low 80s for next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Wednesday and Thursday also bring some decent chances of rain. Right now, fair and 52 at the KVOM Studios. Let's take a moment and congratulate our employee of the day today, Brenda Benson at Moralton Primary School. Obituaries this morning, Donald Wayne English, age 59 of Perryville, died on Saturday, October 14th. Funeral service will be Saturday at noon at Nimrod Baptist Church with Brother Mike Hairston and Brother Tim Carpenter officiating. Visitation starts at 11 a.m. Burial at Garland Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Nathan Joseph Jones, age 34, of Moralton, died on Saturday, October 7th. All services will be held at Hope Gardens Funeral Home in Pocahontas. Visitation will be Saturday, 10 till noon. Funeral service will immediately follow. Burial at Sherham Cemetery. Susan Diane Salard, age 68, of Moralton, died on Sunday, October 15th. Funeral service will be this afternoon at 2 at Elmwood Cemetery. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Now 7.33, let's turn to news this morning. The Moralton City Council, Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer, and city department heads have begun the process of setting the operating budget for the city for 2024. The council's budget committee met Thursday night and will continue to meet periodically through the end of the year. Mayor Lipsmeyer says there will be money set aside in the budget for the April 8, 2024 solar eclipse. There is a line item for the eclipse. You know, we have uh, 300 porta potties reserved and I was talking to the guy the other day and he char- he's charged us $150 and, and he's selling them for 300 mm-hmm. So we'll probably be you know, renting those out to help cover our expenses to people that, that need them. And then uh, Mike Miller's made a little you know, medallion that we're, we're talking about, you know, do we need to reproduce those and sell those and things like that. How much money do we want to invest? The mayor says it's still unknown how many people will be coming from out of town for the eclipse, but he feels it will be successful and will provide an economic boost to the city and all organizations involved. Nemo Vista High School celebrates its homecoming tonight. Members of the homecoming court include seniors Ashlyn Baker, Isabella DeSalvo, and Anna Loder with escorts Caleb Freeman, Jax Andrews, and Sam Hart. Juniors Felicity Gonzalez and Emma McKisson with escorts Casey Flowers and Lane Jones. Sophomores Sandra DeSalvo and Dalen Short, with escorts Rhett Robertson and Joshua Lawrence. Freshman Jalen Lovelady, Avina Owens and Eden Prince, with escorts Landon Andrews, Deanie Dixon and Jimmy Watkins. Eighth graders Tessa Enos and Shaylin Lyon, with escorts Colton Prince and Landon Oliver. And seventh graders Alyssa Bennett and Carly Garrett, with escorts Gage Prince and Red Hudson. The homecoming ceremony starts at 6.30 p.m. with the dance to follow at 7. There are no basketball games with homecoming tonight. 
Games against Southside B Branch were played Thursday night. 7.35, it's fair and 52 at the KVOM studios. Today's high 83 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736 Fair and 52 at the KVOM Studios. The Court-Appointed Special Advocates Program is now seeking volunteers to help advocate for children in Conway County. Advocate Engagement Specialist Crystal Dendy says... The organization is looking for anyone in the community who wants to help children in the foster care system, and there is no special education required to become a CASA volunteer. If you have a heart for kids, are at least 21 years of age, and can pass a background check, then you qualify to become a CASA volunteer. Dindy says the advocates make a big difference in the lives of children. Our volunteers get um, a very close in-depth look at um, of the child in foster care and follow them along their journey, advocating for them, you know, checking in with the biological parents, the foster parents, the school, the teachers, the counselors, anyone that's involved in this child's life, just to get an idea of um, any additional services or anything like that that they may need. So it's just an extra set of eyes and ears on a child in foster care, just to make sure that they are not you know, slipping through the cracks or anything like that. The Conway County CASA program is part of Central Arkansas CASA, which is under the guidance of the Children's Advocacy Alliance. Dendy says up to 30 more volunteers are needed to adequately and effectively serve every child in the foster care system in Central Arkansas CASA's four-county area, which also includes Faulkner, Van Buren, and Searcy counties. The next volunteer training session and the final training session for 2023 is starting up in about two weeks. All volunteers have to undergo approximately 30 hours of training and court observation, and Dindy says most of the training can be done from the comfort of your own home. So our training is going to be all virtual. So it's five weeks of um, independent work. Uh, our participants do the majority of the work on their own at home. It can, it's reading, vi- watching videos online, answering questions and stuff like that. Um, and then we meet once a week on Thursday evenings for just an hour and a half on Zoom. Uh, so you never have to leave your house to participate in training. So it's about 24 hours of independent work, uh, three hours of observation, and then the rest of that time is just the time that we spend together on Zoom uh, on a few Thursdays. Thursday nights, and then we're done. If you would like to become a volunteer or want to find out more about CASA, follow the Children's Advocacy Alliance on social media. Email cdendy, that's C-D-E-N-D-Y, at hopeandjustice.org, or call Crystal at 501-920-4797. Whether by car, train, bus, bike, or other, we all have different preferences when it comes to getting to our destination. But we do have one thing in common. At some point, everyone is a pedestrian. The U.S. Department of Transportation's National Highway Traffic Safety Administration Region 7, which includes Arkansas, wants to remind everyone that choosing safe behaviors behind the wheel could save your or someone else's life. 
Inattentive driving and speeding are two of the top causes of pedestrian collisions along the roadside and within work zones. The Move Over Law, enacted in all 50 states, requires drivers to slow down and move over when approaching stopped emergency vehicles with emergency lights activated, so long as it's safe to do so. To help emphasize this life-saving law, Saturday, October 21st has been designated National Move Over Day. But safety is not just motorist responsibility. It's recommended that pedestrians traveling long distances wear bright colors during the day and shine lights or wear high-visibility clothing with reflectors when it's dark to help decrease crash risks. Whether you're a concerned resident, a parent, or a caregiver, you can help ensure your loved ones and neighbors are safe while enjoying a walk in your community. Remember, at some point in the day, everyone is a pedestrian. Let's check our community calendar for you now. The Nathan G. Gordon American Legion and Auxiliary will have a Veterans Food Box distribution today from 11 till 1 at the Diane Wilson Senior Center in Perryville. Now, these food boxes are for Conway County and Perry County veterans only, and a military ID is required. Registration for Moralton Parks and Recreation's youth basketball season ends today. The program is open to kids in grades K through 6. The cost is $65 for one child and $55 for each additional sibling. Registration can be completed at the Moralton Community Center. The regular monthly meeting of the Nemo Vista School Board, scheduled for yesterday, was rescheduled for today at 5 p.m. The Wonderview High School Class of 1982 will have a class reunion and gathering at Cedar Lounge in Moralton starting at 4 p.m. Saturday. The Center Ridge Lodge of Freemasons meets Saturday at 7. The UACCM Skills USA chapter will host the 14th annual UACCM pageant Saturday, November 4th in the UACCM Fine Arts Auditorium. The pageant is open to current UACCM students and girls between the ages of birth and 18 years. The deadline to pre-register for a $10 registration discount is Monday. The final deadline to register is October 30th. For an application and pageant rules, go to uaccm.edu slash student slash pageant. And the Conway County Hospital Board will meet Monday at noon in the hospital conference room. Well, I hope you've downloaded the all-new EAB Media app. If you haven't, today is a great day to do it because it's a football Friday in Arkansas, isn't it? When the app loads, you'll see all of our radio stations from around the state, but you'll also see a button at the top that says Sports. That's where you can find the live audio and video streams for schools all across the state, of course, including the Moralton High School Devil Dogs. The new app is also one of the many places where you can hear the podcast of this news watch, brought to you each weekday by Petty Jean State Bank. Head to the App Store or Google Play and download the new EAB media app today. Approaching 743, fair and 52 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Kevin Van Pelt from the Conway County Extension Service. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 
KVM's Newswire Chris Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Marlton High School football team looks to bounce back from its second conference loss of the season and beat Pine Bluff for a second consecutive season when the Devil Dogs host the Zebras for senior night at Devil Dog Stadium tonight. Marlton's three-game winning streak was snapped with a 26-14 loss to Maumel last week. That dropped the Devil Dogs to 4-2 in the 5A Central. The Zebras played Whitehall last week with nearly two dozen players suspended, but managed to beat the Bulldogs 20-14 to improve to 5-1 in conference play. The Devil Dogs' 28-13 win in Pine Bluff a year ago kept the Zebras out of the playoffs. Marlton is 4-0 at home and looking to finish undefeated at Devil Dog Stadium this season and boost their playoff chances with a win. But Coach Cody McNabb knows that won't be easy to do against an extremely talented Pine Bluff team that features two future SEC wide receivers. They want big plays and get rolling and and get some momentum, and that's what we've got to try to stay away from and, and do all we can to to keep them uh, to where they have to drive the football and we can make some – I feel like we can make some stops in the red zone if we can do that. And, you know, it's it's kind of against our nature, but be a little bend but don't break and make them, make them earn it, you know, and make, see if they can make some mistakes. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. We'll have all the action for you live on 101.7 KVOM online at kvom.com and on the EAB media app. Also have the video live stream with our audio broadcast on the app and on the Marlton High School Dog Tracks page on YouTube. Coverage starts at 5.30 p.m. at the Perry County Coaches Show. That's followed by the Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas High School Game Day Show at 5.45 and the Devil Dog Coaches Show with Coach McNabb at around 6.20 before I go live with Jim Bowles for the Lexicon pregame show at approximately 6.45. Other games in the 5A Central tonight are Mills at Robinson, Whitehall at Bologna, and Maumel at Watson Chapel. Perryville looks to extend its winning streak to five games and get to 4-0 in 3A2 conference plays. Mustangs play at Quitman tonight, kickoff at 7 p.m. Bigelow will try to get its record to 9-0 overall, 4-0 in the 2A1 conference with the Panthers. Go on the road to face Johnson County Westside tonight, also a 7 o'clock kickoff. And you can hear about those matchups from Bigelow coach Luke Starks and Perryville coach Alan Fairbanks in the Perry County Coaches Show at 5.30 this afternoon on KVOM. Games involving other area teams tonight include Atkins at home against Yellville Summit, Hector at home against Magazine, Pottsville at Clinton, Russellville at Greenwood, Dover at home against Central Arkansas Christian, Darnell at home against Harrison, Danville at Bismarck, Two Rivers at Glen Rose, Conway at home against Little Rock Central, Conway Christian at home against Mountainburg, Greenbrier at home against Pulaski Academy, and Mayflower at Boxite. The Marlton ninth grade Devil Pup football team lost its game to Little Rock Christian last night. Devil Pups now 2-6 on the season. They'll play at Searcy next week. Wonderview's senior girls basketball team improved its record to 2-0 with a 51-22 win over Ozark Catholic in Wonderview's home opener last night. Wonderview's senior boys lost to the Griffins 49-41 to fall to 1-1. And Wonderview won the junior boys game 36-28. Wonderview will be back in action Tuesday night against Rural Special. Sega Hart plays its basketball home opener tonight. The Knights take on Concord for junior girls and senior girls and boys games starting at 5 p.m. Marlton's Joseph Pinion and the 14th-ranked Arkansas Razorback men's basketball team play the first of their two exhibition games tonight. The Hogs take on Texas Tyler at 6.30 p.m. in Bud Walton Arena. Marlton's Jacoby Criswell and the Arkansas football team play their first game in Fayetteville since September 16th. 
tomorrow when the Razorbacks take on Mississippi State for an 11 a.m. contest. Another colleague at Kenmara, Marlton's scholarship, takes fellow former Devil Dog Noah Tindall and the rest of his Arkansas Tech Wonder Boys to Arkadelphia for a tough matchup with Washita Baptist at 1 p.m. And Arkansas State plays host to Coastal Carolina at 6 p.m. in Jonesboro. Look at weather now on this Friday. We've got humidity at 88% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 29.83 inches. Low temperature this morning, 49 degrees. High yesterday was 82. A year ago today, the low was 30. The high was 76. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 43.46 inches. Sunset this evening, 631. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 7. 22 and our forecast for this football friday calls for mostly sunny skies will warm up to around 83 degrees this afternoon and seven o'clock kickoff tonight temperature around 71 degrees and will fall in the mid 60s maybe low 60s by the end of the game and then fall around 52 for the overnight low tonight under clear skies increasing clouds though tomorrow but a high near 85 and then some clouds saturday night low around 55 Mostly sunny and 77 on Sunday. Low 80s for highs again Monday and Tuesday. Next chance of rain will come Wednesday, it looks like, of next week. Right now, we have a little bit of fog and 52 degrees in Marlton. 10 minutes in front of 5 o'clock on KVOM and Newswatch on this Friday morning continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Broking 754 now on KVOM. We're going on our close-up interview this morning by Kevin Van Pelt, agriculture agent with Conway County Property Extension Service. Good morning to you, Kevin. Good morning, Eric. All right, it's good to have you in with us again. And, of course, I uh, guess this time of year we're ready to winterize stuff and uh, where we get our first freeze and that's kind of where we are right on yes planning. yes so. I, I, I was going to mention that the around the november 1st or the first week of november is the average frost date and and uh i, I was thinking we've had earlier freezes and you just mentioned that it was pretty cold this time last year here yeah we, we were below freezing uh yet uh this this time this date and, and yesterday a year ago so yeah but haven't hit there haven't hit there yet uh, this year no it's so. it's uh it, it's getting close to time though to start uh you know drain the water out of the uh out of the spray rigs and spray tanks and winterize and unhook uh the water hoses and drain them and pour that fuel treatment in the gas tank so uh it's it's about done uh the harvest is winding up still have some soybean plots to cut and uh already already planning some uh, uh winter production meetings for for january and february right after the first of the year so okay uh, well we'll start the whole process again soon so 
Uh, do we have some good good yields this year? Yes, they've year? actually been pretty decent. Um, uh, we were, I, I was talking with somebody about it yesterday. We really didn't have any issues this year uh, as far as pests uh, like we normally do in the crops. Um, nothing like that hurt the yields. The only issue we had was the, the, the wind and hail storms came through. Uh, hurt yields in some areas um, but overall the soybean yields have been really good uh, except uh, well uh, the the dry land beans in some areas uh, really uh, weren't able to finish off very well when we, we got dry towards the end of the summer but um, for for the most part the irrigated crops anyway uh, you know have done well good good deal all right. Any other? And uh, and, and, I, and I'm assuming that the vegetable gardens, uh, the backyard gardens, did did well this year too, because I, I remember seeing a lot of tomatoes available and we, and everything this year. And we, we've had some called in at crading time uh, for <laughs> sure. So people <laughs> sell some uh, tomatoes and other produce and stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm guessing that uh, most of them did did well. Any other uh, advice or tips or anything before we get to the? No, we're kind of we're kind of past. We're a little bit past the optimum time to get wheat planted up, but there's still time if somebody's wanting to try to get some uh, uh, some pastures overseeded with winter annuals or even planting some winter food plots. There's a little, you know, we've still got a a, a week or two left in the window that's optimum for getting that done. Um, we're kind of getting to the tail end of really. Uh, benefiting if you put any nitrogen out with it but if you did put out about 20 to 30 pounds of nitrogen when you overseed it um, you might not get much fall grazing out of it but it did help it uh, you know take off a little quicker in the in the spring but I wouldn't get carried away with too much sure. and um, uh, it's uh, just uh, uh, that's that's about all that's left to do yep Yep, it's uh, that time of year where everything's uh, winding down for sure. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, uh, but starting starting after coming back, I w- we'll be working on finishing out the schedules. I'll ho- hopefully have more information next time I'm in here. But we will be looking at having a corn and soybean meeting um, here in uh, in in Moralton at the multipurpose building right after the first of the year, and then also uh, we'll be doing a pesticide applicator training by the end of that month. Okay. All right, looking forward to that, and we'll hear more about that again as you next time you come in. So, Kevin, anything else for us this morning? That's about it. All right, well, thank you so much for coming in. All right, thanks, Eric. Have a great weekend. You too, Kevin Van Pelt, Ag- agent with Call Mechanic Extension Service, joining us at 758 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.